You do it all without breaking a sweat, and you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to Tuesday yoga to the kids' homework, family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls, on top of kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustle. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you conquer life in style. Legal. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Hello and welcome to episode 137 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Ritz P. We're girls and we nerd out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email us, info at thenerdout.com. Check out our website, thenerdout.com. We are a part of the Word to Your Mama network, family, (laughs) familia. Um, And you can find all things Word to Your Mama at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A on all of the socials. And hey, you know what we haven't asked you to do in a while? Review us. Review us. Yeah. Give us some stars, people. Come on. Just give us some stars. stars. Leave a review. On Spotify, yeah. you don't got to say nothing. All you got to do is give us a couple of stars. Why not? Why not? Make it easy. You don't got to count. Just do it all the way to the end. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it easy, just fill it in so you can't fill it anymore. All the way. You're fill done. it up. You don't got to think about it. That's easy it. breeze. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> easy fucking breeze. T.I., we... We are still on the roll, fucking folks. We are. It is. It is. I looked at our notes. We recorded May 8th. Today is June 7th. A day yep. early. Let's get with it. Let's A get day with early. It. Come on now. Woo. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty great. <laughs> we're consistent in the in the 22s. Yeah, yeah. It's in all the, about consistency. In the two twos. Um, how's everything going uh, with you over the past month? Uh, things are good. Where I live in the Pacific Northwest, things like, like spring is sort of a, it's like a, a less winter. It's not really a like time of joyous rebirth, certainly this year. And so like, it just took a really long, like, I mean, it snowed here on Easter. So, um, it is it's like the past few weeks have been like starting to be really beautiful Hmm. so i have been like busting my ass in the garden because for those of you who don't don't know i am a gardening nerd and i have uh, i grow a lot of vegetables so i've been like i I had started like two months ago a bunch of seed a bunch of seeds from seeds you know yeah and (laughs) um then been like transplanting stuff out into the garden ton of tomatoes um squash watermelon cantaloupe zucchini yellow squash hello farmer's market yeah radishes (laughs) beets beans wow i mean everything lettuce that doesn't come up 
a well-rounded garden right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I planted 20 tomato plants. So wow. let's see what happens. We have a short growing season here um, because you have to plant tomatoes outside after the last frost. Ooh. And that for me was late May. And uh, I know. And then like the first frost is probably mid-September. Wow. So chop, chop, little tomatoes. Yeah. Come on in because you, yeah. you got some some packing, some pickling, some uh, sauce. Yeah. Canning. Some sauce making, some canning. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. Canning. Mm -hmm. Some canning yeah, to but do. Yeah, pickling. Pickling is pickling, also true. Pickling, canning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll see how it works. And yeah, I'm just trying to get a whole lot of tomatoes. I love tomatoes. And so <laughs> if I just live on tomatoes for a couple weeks at the end of the summer, life will be good and I will be happy. We'll keep us posted on Tomato Thanks. Watch 22. Yeah, Tomato Watch 22. <laughs> what about you? Have you been? So the last time we talked, I wasn't watching a lot of TV because I was super busy. That continued, but I've had a little <laughs> bit of rest and I got a little bit of TV and movies in. So okay. there'll be stuff to discuss. But something awesome that went down is that um, the Supernatural Bears auntie, his tia Mari, uh, bought him a kit where it was live caterpillars. Oh, I saw this on the socials. Yeah, it was like live caterpillars in a little cup that had like stuff that they could feed on at the bottom. And then it came with a catcher and it had ingredients and what to do. So, you know, uh, you've seen them in books, you've seen them on TV. It was kind of freaky seeing the whole metamorphosis. I kept thinking like, what if they escape? It, like it was, it was kind of grossing us out. <laughs> really, it happened so fast. Like they came in, and the in the boxes, you know, fragile and open immediately because they're fucking life, right? You don't want to suffocate them. And then you know they're all like fuzzy little caterpillars up in there, and, and like immediately they go up to the top of the lid. And then so the supernatural bear, he was, it was his thing, and he was supposed to read the instructions, keep an eye on them, and do all this stuff. I did like videos here and there, but I didn't read the instructions where it said when they got into, you know, their cocoons and they were hanging from the top. I'm supposed to take the top off and the the little things, I forget what they're called. They hang, you know, vertical, like parallel to the top. And I put it on the stand inside the the little, you know, uh, basket, you know, little atrium that they give us. Okay. So one was already hatched. And I was like, oh, no, I got to go in with my hand and I got to take it off. And it was freaking me the fuck out. And and, and Rocco was like, it's just butterflies. They don't bite. I was like, I know, but it's kind of weird and gross. <laughs> like to see, I don't know if you've ever seen it up close, guys. Little pieces fall off when they're, you know, getting into the cocoons. And they're like, if you see little red things, that's okay. That's just pieces of them. And they're defecating. And, and I was like, Ugh. like it was a bunch of them in one. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of gross. But I was like. This is some alien shit. This is Mother Nature. Mother Nature's dope. Yeah. Amazing. And then we got to release them. It was that's beautiful. Really, that's really cool. One thing that I heard, and I assume this is true. I don't know why it wouldn't be. But this really freaked me out. I think I learned it within the past year. That when caterpillars go into their cocoon, they liquefy and reassemble into the shape of a butterfly. What the fuck? Is happening. 
How does That's that happen? That's some alien shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And then I was, um, we were taking, uh, we were watching uh, one of the Supernatural Bears' best friends out here, and we were showing him, and the, we were talking about it. I was like, look, if they're in the cocoon, that goes in that crazy. They were like these fuzzy things, and all of a sudden they have like, you know, like it's a whole nother formation, guys. And then I was telling him, I was like, ooh, I go, you know what it reminds me of? I go, it reminds me of Beastmaster. Remember those things that are hanging upside down in the tree? And they're like, what's that? I go, oh, it's a movie we'll watch soon enough. I go, but there was these things that look like big ass bats. And they would grab you. And then all of a sudden they would liquefy you. And then it would just be bones. They would open and release bones. Remember that? I remember vividly. Yeah. I could hear yeah. the sound. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's that shit, guys. Well, I didn't tell them shit because they're little, but I was like, that's that stuff, guys. But what was beautiful is that, you know, we got to feed them. We got to see them. They all like within a, less than 24 hours, they all came out. Their wings were fully dried. And then I was like, well, we don't want to keep them that long. I want them to release there. But we're, let's not release them in the back because it's just open territory for birds just to swoop in and grab them. <laughs> So we released them into these bushes in the front. And then we the last one went and we saw it fly up into the tree to the flowers and feed. It was beautiful. Stop it. The circle yeah, of life. The circle of life. It was great. It wow. was kind of gross, but it was great. <laughs> yeah. That sounds really look, we're just we're really we're like earth women. We're like all about <laughs> nature. Gardening and growing, <laughs> growing all kinds of things, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope do if if anyone listening knows if this exists, let us know. But I now because I experienced that, and especially that you said they liquefy. I was like, how does what happens in there, right? Because it was a short amount of time, kids. It was like a couple of days. It went from a fuzzy thing to thing with fucking antennae, legs, wings. Like it was quick. So I want a camera. I wanted someone to put a little hole in there. And and I want to see the whole process, time lapse. What the fuck is going on in there? Yeah. That's the secrets. Those are secrets. We need those. Yeah, I bet that that exists. I'm going to look it up. It's on mm -hmm. a coven. It's on a I coven. think you should. I will. Okay, let's get into TV. What are you watching? Well, clearly you were watching, while you were watching Caterpillars, <laughs> I finished one thing and almost finished two things. Okay. Um, the first one is Tokyo Vice. Do you know about this? I do not. Okay. Tokyo Vice, it is produced by Michael Mann. Okay. Of Heat, of Miami Vice. Oh. Of et cetera, et cetera. See. Like, very famous director. And it is, it's based on, I think, a book or a series of books that were, are based on true stories. And it's um, about a young American kid who goes over college age who goes over to japan and wants to be a reporter and so he spoiler alert becomes a reporter and <laughs> um it's all about his sort of relationship with the cops and the yakuza and like you know the seedy underbelly of tokyo and it's like in, you know, like hostess bars and newsrooms mm. and police stations and gangsters, people killing each other. And um, the first season just ended. It has um, Ken Watanabe. Yes, I love him. I, I remember seeing this and I was like, yeah. oh, I maybe want to watch it. So I'm glad yeah. you're talking about it. He's yeah. fine. I love him. He's a great. He's actor. fine. And he's great. 
Um, it also has, I never get his name right. I always want to call him like Ansel Egger, Eggerbort. Ansel, Ansel. Elgort. Elgort. What a terrible <laughs> name. I'd change that if I were him. <laughs> he plays the um, young reporter and he's really, really good in it, which bothers me because I think he's a problematic individual. Yes. Yes. So there's that. Yeah. But he's good in it. And um, yeah, like all of all of the Japanese cast is like, Mwah. Of so course. good. I'm sure. So good. A, a, a scale of one to ten. What are we giving Tokyo Vice? I mean, I'm a pretty rough crowd. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. What's, I'm, the, what's the numbers? I would say maybe a a seven. Oh, from a least from a a Lisa a Ti seven is like an eight point five in other people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, like, high praise, high praise. Yeah, and it was just renewed for a second season. If you are interested in Tokyo mobsters, seedy underbelly, drugs, sure prostitution, I mean, come on, who's not? Um, right. Then it, it is really interesting. And like the Yakuza part of it is really interesting, too. Mm, I love that. So, okay. yeah. I'll add it to my list. What yeah, else are, I think, we, what are we talking about? Uh, the other thing. Oh, <laughs> This is something that, like, I, I bet nobody who is listening, no one within the sound of my voice right now has watched this. <laughs> it's called um, Bienvenido uh, Paradiso. Oh, I've seen the, the trailer for it. Yeah, Welcome to Eden. Don't know why it's not Welcome to Paradise, but whatever. It's, wel it's Welcome to Eden. <laughs> and um, it is a Spanish, as in Spain the country. Mm -hmm. uh production it is a um how would i describe it it's kind it's fiction but it's kind of like survivor meets influencers meets <laughs> weird murderous cult oh. and um there's probably like eight or ten episodes and i just saw randomly was just trying to figure out something like light that i could watch while i was traveling and um, I was like, okay, this, this seems like bite-sized, easy, not super deep. People online were like, a lot of youngsters are like, oh my God, this, this show is so good. <laughs> and so I was like, all right. So I've been watching that. Is this show so good? No. No. <laughs> is this show interesting? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, is this a show that you can watch if you are doing other things? Yes, comma, if you speak Spanish. Ah, uh, see, 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 yeah. <laughs> As for me, no. No. Because I have to watch the subtitles. Subtitles, yeah, yeah. So then I watched it while I was traveling, and then I was sucked in, and then it was like, well, you're, you know, you're halfway through, you have to finish it. Complete it, yeah. Yeah, so I have, I tried really hard to finish it before this call, but I still have like another half an hour of the last episode oh. to go. What a treat. What a treat for today. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, if, if that is kind of your thing, if it yeah. is adjacent to your thing, you would probably like it. Like yeah. production values are pretty nice. It's interesting um, kind of from a cultural perspective because it's Spanish mm -hmm. and that's a little different than some of the other stuff that I watch. So um, 
There is a high degree of sexualization of people who are younger than I am accustomed to seeing sexualized. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Like there's uh, one of the characters, little sisters, who I think is supposed to be 14. Ooh. Little, mm, a little yeah. too much for me. Mm. But, you know, I'm just a puritanical American. What do I know? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but interesting. And um, apparently there is a season two, which I don't know if I'll be watching that. We'll see. Well, I'll check it out. I just want to look at it again because I remember seeing it and like being like, oh, I wonder what that is. And now I know. And I will check out the peeps and see if I, you know, sometimes, sometimes I, I think we discussed many episodes on here. But sometimes when I'm, you know, surfing the crimson wave, I just want <laughs> different types of things to watch, you know, that I maybe are not my totally my bag. But I'm there. I'm in a I'm in a zone. I'm cramping and, and I want something, you know. So who's to say? What about Stranger Things? Have you watched that yet? I have not started Stranger Things. And I will say one last thing about Welcome to Eden. It has, I love that the cast is um, sort of, I would say representative of the sort of Spanish diaspora. Oh. Like really interesting, like loads of really interesting sort of like mixed race people and like, the best looking group of people and they wear next to nothing. So if that's your jam, there this you go. Your show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice to know. So, yeah, that was just my final. That was my final recommendation. If you like looking at scantily clad hotties, then there you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Stranger Things. No, haven't started it. Okay. I've been nervous. You've been nervous? Yeah. Because what if it's not good? Oh, it's good. Okay, it's good. It's good. So I'm excited for you to, you know, you have time, Ti, because the 4.2 comes out next month. Oh, okay. So whip it out. So whip it out. I did also hear that they had spaced it out, and so I was in less of a hurry. Yeah. But I was, I was a little. I, I, it just, I feel like there's so much potential for it to go poorly. And that makes me sad. And so I didn't want to watch it until I heard people saying if they liked it or not. I was the same exact way. There's something I want to discuss, but I won't even mention what it is until okay. you watch it. Yeah. And okay. it's not till the end of the other one. So, but going back to your point of uh, you watching Welcome to Eden because of, you know, just kind of like cultural, you know, uh, kind of like an archaeological or not that's that's not the right word but you know because you get to see how people in the other parts of the world live uh i i'm fascinated by dubai so yeah no kidding right it's just you know i have friends that have been there for you know cultural art exchanges and you know i asked them like how was it and they're like well you know couldn't drink here we couldn't da 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 and i have um you know, uh, uh, my godson's father right now, he's in Saudi Arabia before he was that he was in Bahrain. It just fascinates me. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that there is a real housewives of Dubai, oh, please believe it. <laughs> I don't even I don't I haven't watched the real housewives since maybe season two of Real Housewives Atlanta. Did never mm-hmm. watch the Beverly Hills one. But I was like, let me just because I'm so fascinated, like. They can do a real housewives there? Like, how is that possible? It's fascinating. 
in really? the shade in the shade so far i'm only one episode in, and i was telling my relative naisha i was like you need to watch this shit and let's discuss there's this one woman who looks ex- like she looks like she could be iman's s- sister mm-hmm. and she's a model too and she is petty as fuck um and it's just fascinating because they're all like there's one who one girl who's Jamaican American, another two black girls who are black Americans that have been there for like 12, five years. It's fascinating because it's like the rich of the rich. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at treatcv19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. And what do you do? I'm looking at the pictures of these women right now, and half of them do not look how I would imagine them to look. (laughs) And I wonder if that's because people who are any of them Muslim. Uh, One is Muslim and then her friend. Yeah, two of them are Muslim and one is like not there all the time. And so they and they're. Iranian, I believe. One mm-hmm. is Iranian, maybe. And okay. so that's fascinating because they're like juggling, you know, like being in two worlds and they're they're fluent in Farsi, but the kids aren't one their kids know a little bit, the other one not. And it's just like, how do you maintain so far? I mean, I'm one episode in, guys, like, you know, but <laughs> But it's fascinating. It's not like I I need to keep up every week. But like if I have like some downtime, I'm cooking or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a whole world. It's a whole nother world. Yeah, I, I like I just can't get over it. This is not how I what I imagined this cast would look like. Yeah. So the, it, the white girl, she's the only white girl in there, but she's British. OK. And then it, it looks like there's three black women. Yeah, and so the one, the one, the model one that looks like Imani's thing, you have to, yeah. I have to look it up and send it to you. And she says, her, you know how they do their taglines? Uh-huh. And she says that her tagline, she's one bad bitch. And she says it in four different languages. <laughs> she says it in English. She says it in Somali. She says it in Ugandan. And she says it in something else. And she goes, and I say it in four languages because I'm uh, one bad bitch. Da-da-da-da. And I was just like, yes, I love this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I've I watched a couple episodes of the very first one, Orange County. Right. That was yeah. That was the first one. Right. I watched a couple episodes of that and haven't touched it since. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" But then Atlanta came out, and I was like, "Yes." And then and then I <laughs> and then two, and I just did two episodes, two seasons maybe, and that was it. But now I'm like, "Oh, Dubai." So that, um, excuse me. So Obi Wan, have we? ventured yep yep and we're up to date um, uh not with the most recent episode okay all right <laughs> <laughs> don't hate participate it, it it's it's major okay uh, 
allow me to divulge what my feelings are prior to this one. Okay. And that is, (laughs) here's a pun for you, Luke Warm. Ah! (laughs) That's right. I'm here all week. I'm going to tell the Supernatural Bear he loves puns, and he's (laughs) going to love that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty lukewarm on it. What? How were you feeling up until the most recent episode? I love it. It's like, yeah, for sure. For sure. We know the stories. We don't know some of the stories. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, great, this is great. Um, you and McGregor is giving me acting. Um, yes, acting. Uh, you know, little Princess Leia, cute, sure. No, you don't like her at all. No. <laughs> no. Like, there were two times in the second episode when this little rugrat managed to, like, outrun grown-ass mercenaries and a Jedi. You mean really? Flea? When she outran Flea? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, that, w- that was annoying. That was, And it went on forever. I was like, just get it over with. So I, I, I find her, like, look, she's so precocious. She's so self-possessed. She knows everything. And then it's like, you're in danger and somebody comes to rescue you. And she's like, I want gloves. I'm like, (laughs) first of all, don't care about this storyline. And second of all, shut your pie hole and let the Jedi rescue you. You are just like Mark Bernadine when uh, The Last Fat Man Beyond. He said the exact same shit. Really? Yeah, he was just like, how is she, like, super smart and a fucking Jedi to be? And she all of a sudden can't listen and wants to do, like, ridiculous stuff. And I was like, no, I can see that, too. But it's Star Wars. I don't know. It's like. I know. I was just like, how are we here? How are. How am I, you know, the little girl dressed that my my mom and my Thea made the Princess Leia costume. (laughs) And I wish I had pictures from scratch. And. I'm grown and still into the shit and still yeah. get excited. Like they're giving it to me. That's fine. I will tell you also, I had no idea what to expect from this, which in some ways was bad mm. because I allowed myself to fill in the blanks. And <laughs> I was, I was imagining this like lone gunslinger, like the adventures of Obi-Wan, like writing wrongs and doing whatever. And it's like, oh, we're Not fucking sad- back on Tatooine. Yeah. The Great. sadness, no skills. And he's like, and he's like a shit Jedi. Yeah. Like, and a I was punk like, and a coward. Yeah. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this was not what I wanted. I wanted, like, you know. <laughs> with like zoom and his like lightsaber and like fucking shit up but he's like heartbroken and like can't be reached and i mean i guess it's a little too mandalorian yeah but <laughs> yeah i was i was kind of bummed i was like oh no great it's about baby luke and leia <laughs> I- i'm Fuck. excited to see what you think when we talk next month okay. now that some episodes have passed i don't think your thing will change that much but i'm excited to get your thoughts um okay. and stuff like that 
Um, so let's get it. I figure with the time we have left, this is going to mm-hmm. take up all the time. The movies. Just um, talking about two movies. Yes. What is going to take the rest of the time? Let's go to movies and let's go to oh. old school Top Gun and new school Top Gun. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's do, do this. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, I watched old school Top Gun. Okay. To see if it still holds up. What was and the last time you saw it? Years. Maybe decades. It fucking still holds it really still holds up. It is so fucking good. It is so fucking good. And I thought it was going to be like hella problematic. So I was telling, Me too. I was like, let, you know, with the bears, I'm like, let's watch it. And then as, as soon as I press play, we're going to watch it during dinner. Um, Rocco was like, have we vetted this? Like, is this appropriate for him? I was like, oh, it was the 80s. You know, PG meant so many things back then, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll watch it by myself. And I was all up in it. And I felt like I was 12 years old again. And I was super excited. And I was like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, all the shit. Because as <laughs> I explained on here many times before, I'm from San Diego. I would see the Blue Angels every year. I'd go to Miramar. So when this movie came out, I was 12. And I wanted to be, at the time, F 16 fire, you know, pilot. I wanted to be one of the first women. Like, I was gung-ho. I'm in a Navy town, guys. San Diego, Navy town. I was 15 dating swabbies. Like, that's the rite of passage. And so, and then when I, you know, went, I couldn't afford to go to college, so I had to work my way all go to school all day. And then at night, I worked underneath Jim's Air. I worked in Jim's Air, so I worked underneath the bar scene. So when I saw that again, and I was like, I was texting people and I was like, I just watched Top Gun again. It still fucking holds up. It is not problematic at all. And it's low key female empowerment in the 80s. 1986. Why would you say female empowerment? Because homegirl. Uh, I can't think. Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. They were, they, it, it was never, you know, it was a little, you know, man chasing woman scene, but there was nothing like she just was like boss bitch coming coming out in 1986 running shit. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have to explain it. They were just like refer to her. She's the boss. They always referred to her. And I was like, yes. (laughs) And she she left him. She boned out. She she was like, oh, because I'm up for I'm up for I applied to this job in Washington, D.C. Peace out, dude. (laughs) And I was like, this is amazing. And so did Kanoa watch it? No. Oh. But he, I told you, he's been knowing I need, I have the need for speed. And I play him all the time, the song. Sorry. Uh-huh. When is he going to watch it? I don't know. I don't know if he's into it. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. So when did you see Maverick? Mm, not last weekend, but the weekend before. Opening weekend. I saw it yesterday. Oh, so it's still fresh. In the D-Box. I recommend oh. if there's a D-Box situation near you, go see it at the D-Box. And also in the LA area on the on the West Coast, there's the 4G, 4DX, 4GX, no, 4DX, where it's, I heard Mark Bernadine saw it in 4DX. So it's a D-Box plus sensations and smells so when the jets <laughs> go you feel heat huh okay interesting 
But the D-Box was tremendous and stupendous. And I loved it. And, I, you know, it, 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 we're, we're multidimensional human beings. I am totally, like, n- not gung-ho about the military. I'm not, not, I'm not all America. But sometimes I am. <laughs> and I love a good jet fight. I love military war movies. Yeah. And this is not, th- I just love jets. I love yeah. jets. That's never going to leave my body. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, I too really liked it. <laughs> and it was, I, I had a lot of doubts and then I saw like the trailer and I was like, mm, sign me up. <laughs> and I thought that it's like, it threaded a really, an, an interesting needle with the villains. I love that they never named them. Yes. And they didn't do that really at, um, in the first one either. Oh, really? I was surprised. Hmm. There was I mean, no like identifying flags. I was like, who's it going to be? Russia? You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was kind of clever. I liked that like it, like it was macho swagger for sure. Oh, please believe it. But it was also like, you know, some thoughts and some a little romance and like, I don't know. He is a weirdo. But he, like, once he's up on screen, he's such a charismatic man that I'm like, yeah, whatever you're doing, I'm watching it. Do yourself a favor and sometime soon, maybe before our next episode, watch the old one and you'll be like, motherfucker was fucking fine. I get it. Whatever (laughs) that is. Yeah. Whatever that it thing is. Oh, spades. Like, oh, Scientologist. Da 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 da. But, and also, let me just say this I am one to say, I apologize and to, you know, when I'm wrong. And the last time we talked about Top Gun Maverick, we were hyped about it, but I said, it's not going to make any numbers at the theater. Well, who's fucking wrong? <laughs> fucking broke the record. Uh, the record that was uh, held still by uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in twenty in 2007. He had the biggest domestic Memorial Day open. I was like, oh, Memorial Day. I forgot that factor. You know what I'm saying? We've been yeah. cooped up. It's all America. It's da 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 da. On Memorial Day makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. He's like, it was, it was, it was filmed three years ago. He's like, I'm holding out. I believe mm-hmm. in my shit. Yeah, it was a smart move to hold out. Fuck, smart. Um, and what was it? what's the name of the guy? Miles Teller. See, also a problematic individual. Yeah, but I saw somebody online refer to it as like, like this is this this film was filmed so long ago. Miles Teller was still bankable, exactly, and he wasn't anti-vax. Like, cause remember how Tom Cruise went crazy on whoever yes. did tested positive, whatever. Well, if they would have been doing this, Miles would have. He, I'm sure he probably wouldn't have fought because it's fucking Tom Cruise. Like, be in this movie and take get the vaccine and and get fucking tested or whatever. Yeah. And you know, he looked a lot like Goose. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, exactly. It was a good casting. Casting was good. And like the dog fights and the planes and all of that was um, so exciting. And like <clears throat> we were talking about it afterwards and there's just like, I don't know if, if it hap- if it will be that way forever, but yeah. there's just like that kind of dog fighting just doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. And the fact that there's no CGI, it's all, 
you know, we know Tom Cruise has his license. We know he flies fucking that type of shit. Uh, so, of course, after I was like, I'm going to nerd out about this shit. So the BTS, he had all of the actors go through a three month rigorous boot camp where they're like underwater, you know, doing drills, da -da -da -da, like all these different things. And they actually all those areas are actually in. The jets. With a, a pilot actually flying them and doing the stuff, but they're in there and everybody threw up a grip of times because they're actually feeling the G's. Miles Teller says that he's the only one that didn't. But Glenn Powell, who I love. Which one is he? Hangman. Uh-huh. Yes. What else I, is he in? He was he was the super cute astronaut in um uh in uh hidden figures oh. and he's been in like netflix movies here and there yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh he was in one of the batmans that maybe i didn't see but he's super cute and so i was watching him and he was talking about you know they're like oh jimmy jimmy kimmel's like oh miles said that you know he didn't throw up did you throw up he's like uh yeah uh he said that the mic is in the mask and so you know uh they're gonna do like an inverted situation and the pilot was like, you know, he's like, he's like a top, real top gun guys, you know, Navy guys. And, and he's like, I'm just like, he's like, you okay over there, buddy? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm cool. And he, but then he takes off his mask and his mic and starts heaving, starts throwing up chunks in his bag. But the pilot doesn't hear him throwing up. He's like, all right, then buddy, let's get to it. <laughs> so inverts. So he said. So he said, so now I'm upside down and through the, you know, the top, I see the floor and he's like, but now the, the throw up that I just threw up, <laughs> I'm trying to throw up, but it's coming back in my mouth and it's like spewing all over. And I was like, that's great. That's great. That's great stuff. That's why I never would have been an actor in that movie. It sounds yeah, you having to go through like Navy fighter pilot school light. Dude, Sounds that's amazing. Terrible. But but it's great who, that they did. Who gets? He said that they had to do them a bunch of times, and that was they were talking to the director. And you know, when you're directing, you see the action and stuff. But he can't be up there, so he they had to. He he's like, I wouldn't see them for an hour because they would go up and just film it, and then you know, look at the footage, and then have to go up and film it again and again and again and again. Wow. And I was like, a chance of a fucking lifetime. A chance of a fucking lifetime. To even sit in one in an F-18, to fly in one, and then do, you know, acrobatics and shit? Oh, so fucking lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And, like, I mean, unless they are throwback movies, we'll probably never get anything like that again. Because it's all drones. It's all stealth bombers. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody engages in the sky. It's all like surface to air drones, bombs. Yeah. That's it. Oh, what a gem! What a gem of a movie! I know um, it was. It was really good. We really enjoyed it very much. And um, <laughs> I, I told people when I went into work, I was like, I don't know how to say this, and I'm somehow even a little embarrassed. But I wholeheartedly recommend that everyone go see Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I, it's good times. 
I work with a bunch of people in their mid to late twenties and early thirties. And they're like, and I, and they're like, Oh yeah, that's a movie about like airplanes. And I'm like, have, did you guys ever see the first movie? They're like, no. (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) Glenn Powell talked about that. His dad introduced him to, to top gun when he was 10 and it was like, <laughs> like he held the VHS like it was gold, you know. And so to be on it, and his dad, he puts his parents in the mo- all his movies. So he, you know, for his dad to to be on set and meet Tom Cruise. And so, anyways, yeah. Um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I never got into that. I thought it was too white. This is like the you know the original one. And then we were talking about, you know, how we're not really hyped on the military, especially being a brown person, how they are very predatorial, uh, predatory, uh, again, you know, for black and brown kids and da da da. And we're talking about all that. So then he sent me a tweet saying, see, saying, I told you. And it was saying it was a it was someone that was tweeting uh, stats, but they were talking about the original Top Gun. So the original Top Gun also broke records, but it also increased naval recruitment. 500 percent sure because it was the 80s but also because of what they were doing they were smart enough and evil enough to put recruiting tables outside of movie theaters Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh he he thought he was sending to me and that was now that there was 500 percent and then um i actually read it (laughs) and it was the 80s i was like oh that makes sense because they put the tables outside or whatever but i mean it wouldn't surprise me if they do it now yeah fucking gung-ho like yeah yeah let me just but um yeah top gun goes go do yourself a favor watch the old school one and then go watch top gun maverick d-box minimum if you have one around if you do have a 4dx go see it and let us know yeah is, are there any movies coming out that you're excited for? Like, are you going to go see Jurassic Park? So I haven't seen the new the new Jurassic Parks, right? Okay. But at Maverick, I saw the trailer for the one that's coming out that has the old school and the new school. And lately, the Supernatural's Bear singing. Da-da-da-da. I go, how do you know that? He goes, oh, from memes. I go, well, then we got to watch the old school one. And then <laughs> I want to go see the new one in a D-box with him. And I think that yeah. would be fun. Yeah, I feel like that might be um, a good movie for him. Yeah. Uh, the other, what was the other thing? Oh, Thor. Oh, how fuck yeah, that looks fun as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So what Super about you? Good. Are you going to see the new um, yeah. Jurassic? It's good times. I live in a small town in eastern Oregon. You'll, you'll like, get it where you can Jur- get it. Jurassic Park coming through town is going to be a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about the new Downton Abbey movie? So as I'm going to the bathroom before Maverick, people are coming out of the new Downton Abbey movie. And I was like, oh, I really want to see that. I heard it's good. I heard it's good as always. Um, but I'm just going to, I don't have to see it in the theater. I can wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the kind of thing that you can wait for. I can wait for. But just hearing the music, I was like, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my goodness gracious. Um, such a sucker for that. I was, they can make movies forever <laughs> i'll watch every single one <laughs> um but yeah so that is our episode for today anything else ti before we skedaddle that's it for me all right then 
Peace out, nerds.